0: Welcome to Wellness Connections with the Solutions Group, a passionate team of health and wellness experts that believe every workplace and every community can be a wellness avenue for positive change in the physical and emotional health of individuals.
1: Our experience in workplace wellness inspired us to bring this passion and knowledge to the podcast stage. Sharing real-world stories and science-based practices, your wellness is an ongoing act of creation and we hope to inspire you on that journey. hello and welcome to wellness connections i'm stephanie Mercado, and today i'm joined by my co-host shane Schumann. i am delighted to introduce today's guest elizabeth chavez we all work together at the solutions group and today she is joining us to talk about her role in wellness and the role of rest in wellness liz holds a master's degree in health education and has been working in the wellness field for over 20 years she focuses on developing programs that improve employee engagement and well-being She supports wellness clients by providing consulting, education, program planning, and essentially anything else a wellness group needs to be successful. She encourages clients to take a practical approach to project management, effective communication, and results. We are so lucky to have her with the Solutions Group. And Liz, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank
2: you for having me.
0: So Liz, every podcast we start off just by, you know, as a good way to get to know each of our guests, we ask them all the same question. So we're gonna start off with you. So the question we usually ask is, who has been your biggest inspiration or influence in the area of wellness?
2: I don't know if I have a singular person in particular. Um, I've always been drawn to sports and team play. Um, Growing up, I enjoyed most active uh, activities like biking, hiking, water skiing, swimming, um, volleyball and basketball, as well as crafts. I just loved being in the outdoors. I do think my mom's a big inspiration. Um, she and I joined a mother-daughter group called National Charity League in my teen years. Um, and I chose to volunteer my time as a candy striper at John Muir Hospital during that time. Um, I also had a part-time job working for a florist delivering flowers. Um, so that continued into you know my college years um, when I came to UNM. I decided to walk on to the women's basketball team in 1995. Um, and then continuing my studies, I do think a lot of my professors inspired me. I started off in athletic training. It didn't quite capture my interest. Um, I struggled with nursing courses, um, but I found a niche in health education that really brought together um, those interests growing up, You know, science, art, sports, health. Um, and I think that... That's where my inspiration for wellness comes from.
0: I love it. I think maybe we should look at rephrasing that question because we ask who, but I think for you it's more like a what. You know, your physical activity, your sports involved in everything. You know, physical outdoors, and obviously being a you know collegiate athlete is huge. That's probably just going through the regimen of you know making sure you're working out every day, going to practice, them telling you eat healthy. I mean, just right there alone, I think is a huge like starting point in your whole wellness journey. Kind of as you said.
2: For sure. I mean, I do think my mom supported my role in these activities that I um, drew interest in. And there were, like I said, uh, professors along the way that, you know, picked up and really clicked with me and um, inspired the study of health and wellness. But yeah, like you say, it's more it was more of an experience for me.
0: Nice. I love it.
2: Great. Great. Well, thank you so much, Liz, for
1: sharing. Um, And so you're joining us today to talk about kind of rest. Maybe some people have more time than usual. Maybe that goes into sleeping or kind of just spending more time being sedentary. So could you just give us like a good explanation of what rest really is?
2: Okay. Um, Well, we often think of rest as like a state of minimal function. Like my vision of rest has always been like a margarita in hand, my feet elevated by a pool. Um, <laughs> but what I've learned and, and now better understand is that in actuality, rest can be very active. Like rest is a skill we can develop um, and that rest and work very much work in partnership. Um, the, it, rest helps shape our brain it helps us foster empathy, and it's core to um, our creativity and sustaining our creativity as well as our passions throughout life. And there's many types of rest.
0: Yeah, so I think let's get into that. I mean, I think most people. I love how you say your your version of rest is Margaret mm-hmm. in my pool. But I think a lot of people, and especially we're hounded, the whole eight hours a day, make sure you get your sleep. I mean, I think when most people think rest, they think sleep. And then they think, oh, my gosh, I don't have time for sleep. Or who has time to take a nap during the day? Or who has time to get hours, eight hours of sleep a night? So, I mean, I guess kind of tell us, like, what the role of sleep is. And like you said, it's not more than just sleep.
2: Right. It's a lot more than just sleep, for sure. I mean, sleep is probably the the one defining um, type of rest that we we really need along with you know safety and um, security and food nourishment we we need sleep so there's many processes that go on during um, the night and and we've all heard you know at least a minimum of eight hours of sleep. it's a little less seven hours of sleep um, the, you know, men may need, do need a little bit more sleep than women. Um, so there are different components of actual sleep, but rest can be exercise. Rest can be play. Um, rest is restoration. It's relaxing. Um, it can be a vacation or a sabbatical. You also know is like the Sabbath day. Um, so there's many forms um, of rest.
1: And are there any detriments to not getting enough rest?
2: Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, <laughs> so it's essential for your health. Um, it, it, it impacts your quality of life. Your mental alertness for sure can be impacted. Um, okay. Blood pressure can be elevated, so it reduces your risk of, for hypertension. Um, for many chronic diseases, including uh, diabetes, heart disease, um, weight gain is without enough sleep, definitely weight gain, mood disorders. Um, and then just, you, you know, of course, injury along with, uh, lack of rest comes all the, those safety, um, measures that can be impacted.
0: So I love how you brought in, you know, the topic of chronic conditions from, you know, obesity and weight gain, you know, stress affecting your blood pressure levels and all of that. But, you know, with the society we live in, we're always go, go, go. We're going from work to picking up the kids, to going to practice, to trying to fit in a workout, to, oh my gosh, we have to eat dinner and now it's time for bed. So what are some maybe tips or recommendations you would give to someone, you know, who says, I don't have time for the rest of my life. What what can they do?
2: Yeah, what you said about just going continuously is definitely a problem in our society. We are like rewarded for being busy, like you know, the more productive we are, the better we're doing. But it is, uh, like I said earlier, that rest and work really work together to make you more productive and more creative in your work. So if you don't feel like you have any time for rest, one key like tip would just be to give yourself permission to stop working when you're at the peak of in at the peak of a thought or right in the middle of an important project. Um, you really won't regret it. Like really, you'll hold on to that thought. Um, you'll be able to pick it up right back up in the morning where you left off. You'll feel more refreshed. Your brain will continue to draw connections and solve problems for you um, throughout your time away from work. Um, so allow yourself to step away and make time for, you to, for your body to recharge and your mind to recharge and allow just some um, rest. Rest and free time to come in. And
1: Liz, what you're kind of hitting on is that rest can almost cultivate more creativity.
2: So yeah, deliberate rest can assist us in our life work and our passions. Um, It's what really gets us motivated each. You know, think about what really gets you motivated each day. Whether your um, your passion in life is uh, as a mom, an artist, um, a politician, leader, a friend, um, a video gamer. Um, how do you want to be defined at your best? And then you can use rest to really, was he would um, fall fall asleep with a key in his hand with his palms facing um, the ceiling so that he would remember them. And then he would take, he wouldn't go paint right then, but he would um, take notes on, you know, what he saw immediately as he woke up and then was able to return to his passion of art um, later in the day and really capture that on its canvas, which I just found fascinating.
1: That is fascinating. And so you're kind of okaying naps, like midday naps. Can that be helpful?
2: <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, and there's been other, you know, well-known people throughout our history. Um, in particular, I was thinking um, that came from the reading I did, um, a couple of pre- wartime presidents, Eisenhower, Bush um, took a, intentionally took a nap midday every day. I think it was maybe early morning um, or afternoon nap. Um, we are our most productive first thing in the morning, so always good to have a, an established routine. Um, you know, right away whether you're working on whether you're getting up before work to work on something you're passionate about, like um, writing or creating or um, just being. Just being a mom or a dad, um, those are your strongest times. But if you can plan out and it, and, and intentionally plan for rest, um, going back to those wartime presidents, um, they did. They scheduled a nap because they knew they had to be alert the rest of the day. And people would say, how can you be napping during a war? But they had, you know, they it's not a sole responsibility. They had their teams in place and they knew that they would be able to extend their day and be more productive throughout their day if they had um, that time to recharge.
0: That's awesome. I think it's super cool that, you know, first you touched on creativity and how rest can, can boost your creativity levels. And then talking about other historical figures and and wartime presidents and how rest definitely helped them in their productivity, realizing that they're working long hours, long days, super stressful. And they're, they put the importance on rest and and making time to put in that nap during the day. So to kind of go full circle, and we kind of talked about employee wellness and worksite, wellness, when we started the conversation, what are some things that either you're doing with some of your clients or that you've heard or seen, knowing that stress and anxiety and lack of sleep and all that are huge issues now? What are some programs that maybe you're offering or that you heard of offering to other clients that, you know, kind of addresses some of these issues?
2: That's a really, that's a really good question. And I I do think it's um, a direction we need to move in more, Um, but there's a huge tie in to wellness and that's for sure um it hasn't always you know it the busyness of our workplace hasn't it hasn't always been as busy as it is now um with the advancement of technologies we've found ways to engage in our work constantly so that's the issue um but the good thing is like i've said is we can develop rest as a skill and um ways we can do this in the workplace are by simple things um letting our mind to taking a walk and letting our mind wander especially if we're in the middle of a project or maybe we just had a staff meeting and there's things that we just need to think over and make connections um take a walk and you know 15 20 minute walk let your mind wander let your mind your mind is still just as active as if you're in a deep thought or working out a hard problem it's making connections of its own so take a walk, um, engage in exercise. Uh, there's more than just the benefits of um, focusing your attention elsewhere. Um, exercise allows us to do that, a connection of different thoughts other than just the everyday patterns you're used yeah, to. I
0: think, you know, either I read or heard somewhere that, you know, even though you're not fo- focusing on a topic or subject, your mind is still kind of working in the background. And actually I know a recommendation for like college students is study right before you go to bed because as you sleep, your brain starts to solidify some of those short-term memory and maybe possibly long term memory. But it's just a good way to solidify what you just learned or what you're just thinking about. And then you'll wake up, recharge, and refresh to either tackle that subject or topic or or take the test again. So I love how there's different ways to step away and you know, like you said, step away from your project, but then your mind's still kind of working on the issue at hand.
2: Yeah, I think it's what the what neuroscientists call like the it's DM, DMN or something the default mode network um, your brain switches to that so um, instead of focusing on outward things what you're seeing what you're how you're interacting it becomes inward focusing and doing critical work and the more you set time to rest and recharge and um, deliberate rest, the stronger that um, inward focus cognition becomes. And these these um, connections that are made in those inward focused um, sessions, those rest sessions, um, it is shown like to improve intelligence test, language ability, life satisfaction, your focus, your memory, your and like I said, your creativity.
1: Is there some ways to rest that are more effective than others? Because when I think about like being like a productive rest for me. Like I find meditation when I'm chopping vegetables and that's how I tune my mind out. Cause I'm focusing on something else. I'm like, Oh, I'm also getting something done, but rest also for me, might look like watching TV for two hours and it's probably not the most stimulating activity. Um, so mm-hmm. are, are there some ways that rest is more beneficial for our, our overall mindset for those wonderful benefits you're mentioning? Um, than others?
2: Um, I th- yeah, I think it's depend. It's probably, I don't know for sure, but it's probably or likely dependent on the person, like what really, um, it's v- probably an individual thing. But like you say, um, TV, yes, it is rest. You are focusing your attention el- elsewhere. Um, you may be engaging in your, in a story or performance, but it may not be as predictable. Productive as other forms of rest, Um, so so it's not definitely not meaningful or create you know may not be creating as meaningful of rest. I think you know you think of sleep. It's probably you know it's a basic need. So as in terms of importance, sleep may be the most beneficial form of rest. You know, like safety, shelter, food. We need sleep. You know during sleep our body fixes and replaces damaged cells we're storing energy and growing um our brain cleans out toxins and and then and then like we mentioned earlier processing your day's experience and unresolved problems so sleep is super beneficial but i like personally for myself um exercise is a great form of rest i know for myself along with deep play um the they can be vigorous. They can be mentally engaging, um, all, as well as they're very restorative because it's giving us a break from our normal working lives. Um, I think for me, you know, exercise and deep play come in um, come in a package with playing basketball because you get both with that. But people can experience deep play through hobbies like um, practicing an instrument. Painting, learning a new language. I know during this time, um, with a, you know, a little bit more time on our hands, I've really engaged in the Duolingo app. <laughs> I, took, I took French, basic French growing up, so trying to learn a little bit of Spanish. That's a form of rest because I'm focusing my attention elsewhere, learning something new. And I'm, and in these different um, areas where you're practicing new things or hobbies, you you're getting to use your unique skill sets, the things that you're good at and the things that you're passionate about and using them and they're the things, they're what make you good at the job you do at work. So um, you're just getting to use them and, and you're taking them and using them in another context and you're building those same skills that you're very good at um, in, in other ways. So it's, it's just, it, it snowballs and really just works on um, improving you all
0: around I think There are so many layers to this conversation i mean like i probably said in the beginning you know the first thing we think of rest we think of sleep which is great And like you said it's one of our basic needs and you know realizing maybe not everyone's going to get those seven to eight, eight hours a night but you're kind of telling us give yourself permission and or find ways to get in rest throughout the day whether that's you know exercise whether it's hobbies but then again another layer to this is like you said cult in participating in some of these hobbies and doing these passions that you love it's only going to cultivate more inspiration and productivity and and just passion in your life, which is awesome. I think we started talking about rest, and now we're talking about creativity and passions and just overall thriving, right? Which is what we're trying to do. We're trying to figure out how to best thrive. <laughs> right.
2: It is, yeah. That and that's what I've learned in the new studies that have been coming out. The books I've um, read recently related to rest. Um, we've really focused on sleep in the past and what sleep can do, and we we know. Um, the stats with sleep, we know how sleep impacts us, but rest and play is an offshoot of that. And it's rest and play do play a different, a little bit of a different role. I mean, the, the, a lot of the same benefits um, that you get from sleep, but um, really learning how to make it more part of our everyday life, um, really taking time, t- taking time off. So planning, um, planning for rest, going on a vacation or just simply a change in routine um, at least once a year um, is another, it's just another time to recharge. You, you can spend that time. You don't have to be, like I said, uh, Marguerite and hand feet up by the pool for your time off. You may just choose to engage in something a little bit different or something you have passion in or maybe it's something related to your work that you don't have time for during the workday. So take a week to really set aside time where you can dive into a project you've been wanting to work on for the past two years, but you haven't had time. Um, An excellent form of rest. Yeah, (laughs) something to consider.
1: That's awesome. And you know what? Um, I really think that I should have changed the topic of this session because I said the, the role of rest in wellness. And I think Rest has more of a place in well being because it's one of those essential needs that's absolutely required. And if we're not paying attention to that, it's obviously going to create, it's going to impact those other areas of our life um, in a huge, huge way. So thank you so much, Liz, uh, for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Is there any last bits that you'd like to share or if someone's just trying to incorporate more rest into their life, what would that look like? Some, just some tips and tricks.
2: Well, I say tips and tricks is go go with what you you know, really look at what makes, where am I at my best? What do I enjoy the most? And that's where you should start. So start planning it into your routine. If you just, If you enjoy being outdoors, make sure you get in a walk every day. And that could, it may be setting your alarm clock 30 minutes earlier, if that's a possibility, or at the end of the day, or take a break um, in the middle of your workday. But what I would recommend is, um, if you are more interested in the um, topic of rest, are a couple of books. Um, One is Rest by Alex and I don't know. I hope I pronounce this right, but Su Jung Kim Peng, um, excellent book that I read recently. I just started one called um, Resilience by Eric Gretchen. Gretchen's and he also um, speaks to uh, well resilience in general, but how um, resilience and rest are definitely there. You know, they work together, um, just like work and rest do. Um, and then Wholehearted Living by Brene Brown is another one that really does uh, address the concept of rest and play.
0: Awesome. I love it. A lot of good books, a lot of good information. I think we just need to find time to you know, implement some of these things. So I think you kind of gave me permission to just go ahead and take a quick cat nap now. <laughs> well, thanks, Liz. We totally appreciate your time. And like yep. I said, you gave us so much good information, a lot of things to think about outside of just the role of rest and wellness. It's it's total well being, and like you said, it's you at your best.
2: Definitely.
1: It was great to sit down with Liz and talk about such an important pillar of well being rest. I really enjoyed the opportunity to better understand its importance to our daily lives, productivity, and creativity. Remember that you will not regret taking a break and to really capitalize on that time, whether it's participating in active play meditation, or whatever activity that will add joy to your day. At the Solutions Group, we focus on a research-based holistic approach to wellness. For more information, check out solutionsbiz.com. Thank you for listening.